Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. And we're starting with wheat, where this week's headlines, while the market weakens into the September USDA report, Canadian wheat stocks are above trade expectations and Hurricane Ida seen as negative for US export flows. Markets are weaker as we move towards this month's USDA report, with the market expecting a bearish report, particularly on maize, with expectations of an increased US crop and carryout. The market has derived from the inadvertent early release of data by the USDA that there will be an area increase of circa 1 million acres of maize, even though the acreage appears to be below the USDA's August area. The trade is also expecting a yield increase following last month's sharp cut. The lack of fresh Chinese buying is also weighing on sentiment, although they are approaching their harvest, which is forecast to be a record despite recent floods. The increased supply may, however, give the USDA the chance to address US maize exports, which look too low in light of the reduced Brazilian availability, with one analyst cutting Brazilian production again to 81.9 million metric tonnes this week against the USDA's current 87 million tonnes. Statscan 2021-22 opening stocks were 1.9 million metric tonnes above last month's USDA report, which combined with a possible US wheat area increase in the inadvertent data release was another reason for the market's decline. The higher Statscan stock figure should be negated by a further reduction in their crop, with exports expected to be down around 10 million metric tonnes from 2020-21. Australian wheat production was also raised, but logistical port capacity means they can only export a similar amount to this year and any surplus will go into stock. Hurricane Ida caused a loss of power and damage to some facilities, creating navigation problems on the Mississippi River and consequently putting a break on exports out of the Gulf. The market reacted negatively on ideas that it would take weeks and in some cases months for a return to normal. This appears to have been an over-exaggeration, with power already being restored for some or programmes switched to other facilities, so hopefully no long-term implications. Recent attention has been on global supply issues, whereas demand appears understated by the USDA, with numerous global buyers taking cover recently, even at current high prices. Russian exports are accelerating in front of the expected export tax increases, which is contrary to their intended purpose, whilst EU exports are currently 29% ahead of last year, despite the late harvest. Global milling wheat is in short supply, and increased EU feed wheat availability will have to find a home either within the community or to non-EU destinations, so will need to remain price competitive with maize. With the Northern Hemisphere wheat harvest now finally drawing to a close, farmers' attention will turn to new crop plantings with rains needed across large parts of Europe, the US Southern Plains and in South America. Lower prices are unlikely to entice farmers to sell now that crops are in the barn and the weather is less than ideal. Moving on to malting barley, this week's headlines were we're still struggling through the harvest, FOB market interest remains and premiums narrow. Domestic values see continued support with volumes of barley now coming forward as parcels have been sampled and quality known. FOB markets have again seen interest for UK barley, which in turn has kept domestic consumers on their toes. 
With the protracted harvest pretty much now finished in England for spring barley, quality results continue to hold up well. With feed values trading in a range nearby, premiums have seen a small squeeze on the basis that those that have product need spot movement to take advantage of MAGB terms have come to market. Please speak with your open field farm business manager for the latest news and values. Oilseed headlines this week with the early release of the early release. StatsCan sees more stock than expected and repairs in the US Gulf ahead of expectations. The market has been waiting for the USDA crop production report and the added intrigue of the acreage report that had been brought forward from its planned October release. Overnight, though, the acreage portion of the report was inadvertently released, which prompted a scramble to recall the data, then having realised the information was out, an official earlier-than-planned release to make it equitable access to all. StatsCan also published their stock report, which, whilst lower than last year, was also nearly 50% higher than expected. Markets reacted negatively to the early release, but this was not before the Matif futures markets had reached new contract highs, helped to those levels by stronger vegetable oil markets themselves back in focus as sustainable fuels shift back into focus. China continues its steady pace of soybean purchases and following the concern that Hurricane Ida would knock out southern U.S. export facilities for weeks or months, this has subsided as repairs have been made faster than expected. UK values remain supported on the gains in the futures market along with the lack of physical seed that has been coming forward. And pulses, starting with beans, well, the market sees a steady volume of trade with beans now coming forward. The challenge appears to be finding homes to keep with the number of wet beans to hand. For now, values remain in a tight trading range and vary across the regions and moisture dependent. Peas remains a game of getting samples on contracted lots and securing haulage to move. And finally, the grain and pulses price indicator, starting with feed wheat for September, 173 to 179 pounds. November, 176 to 182. Feed barley for September, 163 to 169. November, 165 to 171. Oilseed rape for September, 480 to 490x and November 490 to 500x. And finally, beans for September 215 to 220x, and November 220 to 225x. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular OpenField contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.